That painting is following me. Shrooms just kicked in, huh? This is probably a bad time, but let me get that $15 that I paid for your admission. I saw a report this morning that uh, a woman who refused to leave uh, her child's football game, or it was a game of some kind, I think football, um, was tased because she wouldn't leave and she wouldn't wear a mask. This kind of goes back to the two-year-old thing, except for this was a full-grown woman who said she has asthma. Okay, maybe. Maybe that's a legitimate excuse. She could put some shit on her face like Andy Reid, who just has, like, a big clear cover across his face if you watch Kansas City football games. I don't know if a bandana somehow allows people to breathe a little bit better. You could do something besides just wearing your raw face outside. And she's surrounded in the video by parents who were all wearing a mask. Now, she wasn't tased because she wasn't wearing a mask. She was asked to leave or put a mask on. And she continually refused and then gave trouble. When the dude tased her, I almost felt bad for him. Because you hear some, like, screaming and some gasps. And one dude jumps up. And I thought I heard somebody say, like, not because she wouldn't put a mask on. Okay, first of all, people have died. So there is a reason everybody needs to wear a mask. Secondly, she could have just left when they repeatedly asked her to leave and told her she was now trespassing. Because she kept saying... It's not a crime. I haven't committed a crime. Let me go. And they're like, you are committing a crime. You're trespassing when you won't leave, which we've asked you to do because you won't put a mask on. So I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, what did he have to do prior to tasing her so that people wouldn't have that reaction like he had just done something wrong? Like, does he need to scream at the top of his lungs for all that are around? Hey, this lady won't put her mask on. She says she has asthma. That's cool. But we told her she can't be here in the stands with you all without a mask on. So if she won't put a mask on, she needs to leave. She has denied this request. So now she's trespassing. Can everyone hear me? She's trespassing. In the back, this woman's trespassing. I am going to try to get her to leave. I'm getting ready to light this bitch up with my taser. I don't want anybody to be surprised by it. I am going to tase this woman in five, four. Like, what do they want? It's absolute ridiculousness. But when she got tased and started screaming, I lit up like a child inside. That was Christmas morning. And now for the story of how I got scammed out of $700. So I had just started working for a new employer and I was waiting to get my expense card. So the CEO, he's in town for the day and he and I had been discussing things all morning. I get an email from him and he's busy taking meetings virtually and everything. I get an email that says his name at my work email and it's telling me, Hey, I need you to go run across the street 
and get some gift cards for the employees, whatever. He didn't really give a reason, but that was kind of like the CEO. Like, he needs something. All right. You got it. So I don't have it yet. And uh, the email also says, hey, um, shoot me your phone number. He doesn't have my American phone number. He's from another country. Okay. So I email him my phone number. Now he's texting. He wants me to go get these gift cards, which is not unusual. So I'm like, all right, cool. As I am standing in Dwayne Reed with uh, all these gift cards, I'm texting back to him like, hey, um, I'm going to need your card. Because I'm like, dude, I'm not spending my money on this. So then I go back across the street to the office that he's in. I walk in and I'm like, hey, man, um, sorry, can I get your expense card for these gift cards that you want bought? He kind of looks confused, but he says like, "Okay, just so that you know, though, I'm not a big fan of uh, giving people my expense card. And I was like, no, totally understood. I go across the street. I am at uh, the, the cashier again, and I'm texting him, hey, um, I need the pin for your card. I, I don't think he gave me one, and it, he's like, why? And I was like, well, the card has a chip in it, and so I need your pin to get these gift cards. So then the text back and forth, and I'm doing all this in front of an agitated-looking woman. He's like, just get it with your own money, and uh, I'll get it right back to you. Now, it was monthly, so I'm like, all right, um, any way that I can get my expenses back on this before the month is over, like I just started, haven't been paid yet, I've been living off savings for a little bit. And he says, sure. So I get the cards with my money. I come across the street and I hand him back his card um, with the receipt. And I was like, what are these gift cards for? And he was like, what are you talking about? I didn't ask for any gift cards. And I was like, what? So then I go back and check my email because I'm like, I got all these texts between you and I back and forth. I go check my email. It does have his name, but I didn't click on the details to see that it was actually from some totally random email address that wasn't our work email at the end, you know? So then I go over to him and I'm like, holy shit, I just spent $700 of my own money for no reason. So I go back across the street. Now, when you buy gift cards, they will generally tell you, just so that you know, these are non-refundable. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I, who tries to refund gift cards? That's not something that I was planning on doing. Right on. But I go back and I'm like, hey, somebody just tricked me into buying all these gift cards that I don't need. I need to return these. And they're like, well, you can't return them. So then I call on the manager. I was like, well, I need to speak to the manager. Because I'm like, lady, I was just in here. This is the same woman who looked at me angrily as I was texting back and forth. I was like, I was just 
here like seven minutes ago buying these. I am not trying to like scam anyone. This is not a joke. I just want my $700 back. The manager is so rude and short with me. She's treating me like I'm unable to understand that gift cards are non-refundable. And I'm like, right, but there has to be some way if I haven't activated these cards and spent any money on them, I literally am showing you the receipt. I just bought them. I need this money to go back to me now. I get a phone number. Fortunately, I'm able to call and submit a claim. And it took, I want to say about three months for me to get that money back. But fortunately, they did. And again, everybody seemed to be operating under like, well, have you spent any of the gift cards? And I'm like, no, I didn't spend any of the gift cards. I didn't want them. I was tricked. And, you know, I hope that they catch those people. I'm glad that they didn't get the gift cards. So really all they did was make my life a little more difficult for a few months. But uh, I hope that they get the worst kind of herpes that anyone's ever experienced. Tory Lanes has finally decided to speak on what happened between him and Megan Thee Stallion. I'm not really here to give too much of an opinion on it because I'm not a judge. I am pretty positive. He's still got like a court case uh, to go through regarding everything that took place that night. And if he is guilty, I am sure he will be punished. And that's cool because that's what's supposed to happen when you shoot people or at people. Um, I, I will say that I wanted to hear both sides just because you can't condemn somebody if you don't even know their side. Not unless there is some true hard proof. I need video. I need multiple people saying this is what happened and all their stories align before I just cancel someone. Um, and I, I don't know if I believe his side just because he says that it didn't happen like that. And from what I heard, something about a, a struggle and then the gun went off as she was trying to run away from it. I mean, sure, that could have happened. I don't necessarily believe that. But I'm glad that he finally spoke. And I'm glad that, one, he made people pay for it. Like, he knows that people want to hear his side. And he's like, I could go on IG Live and not make a dime for it. Or put out an album where I address everything and everyone. And I gotta say, I don't know what it is. And maybe it is the troll in me. Or all this toxic masculinity built up from being around men my whole life. But some people just seem to make better music after they've done something horrible. I don't know why that is. Chris Brown, after whatever happened between him and Rihanna, his music suddenly got really good to me. I was not a fan prior. And he he was found guilty. He did his time. Let's move on from that. But this album, that's good. That's good like memories don't die good type. Tory Lanez I was getting ready to call him Trey Songs uh, yeah I love it and I will be bumping it so I just came across uh, an article 
about the AT&T girl. Her first name is Milana or Melania and her last name Vantrub. Hmm, hard to say. She's from Uzbekistan. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, she plays Lily, the AT&T girl. And uh, I guess like a month ago, she went online and she is upset because despite how well AT&T hides her chest in their commercials, the internet found out she's a big-breasted woman and have been relentless in their pursuit to see, if not both breasts, one. Um, you know, I'll, I'll take a stand and say, yeah, it's wrong that guys are basically saying, take your shirt off. Anytime that she speaks or does something, even if it's just in print, the comments are about her milkers, which is what they've decided to call them. Um, I guess because you can say that without getting booted for foul language. So that's a little sad. But I do find something somewhat funny about all this. As she gives a speech about how no woman should have to be blah, 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 and how dehumanizing it is and everything, people continued to, like, post, eh, show me your breasts, basically, while she was doing that. I don't know what it is about me. Like, that's bullying or cyberbullying. I don't know. Sexual harassment. You could give it a lot of names. But there is something funny about admitting that you're dead wrong and still being like, I, I don't take it back, but I am wrong. Shame on me. Please show me your breasts. Um, so from the article about her trying to, I guess, tell people to stop, um, I came across a Reddit um, celeb hub page dedicated them to her. It says, AT&T girl, Milana, whatever her last name is, hides them well. And then there is a picture of her in an AT&T commercial looking like we all are accustomed to. And then there is her with her breasts on display. And on display sounds bad because I'm sure she didn't intend for even myself to be sitting here looking at a picture of them and discussing them. Um, but they are visible compared to what AT&T does. And I'm going to assume it's her or excuse me, AT&T and not her. I don't think she's got anything to be ashamed of. Um, but I assume that AT&T acknowledges the creeps and is just trying to keep a very family-friendly commercial vibe going on. Um, so she's aware of the Reddit strand and I guess refers to it. But what I really wanted to do was just share some of the stuff in this Reddit because whether it was the extreme perverts or the people who were trying to have like a seemingly classy discussion in the midst of a subreddit about someone's breasts who would prefer that they not be spoken about or looked at it was all just tickling me as i went through there um like one says Fun fact, she's aware of her subreddit and refers to it as the FAP Club. FAP, I never really liked that word, even though that's funny to me because she knows people are jacking off to her. Um, and then one says like, oh, haha, at least she's got an open mind about guys perving her. And 
Then we go down to this guy who said, who knew that finding something attractive was wrong? Then right below that, I don't think anyone ever in the history of the world has said a person finding another person attractive is wrong. Dedicating a special place to post all of the best booby pictures of one specific person and talking to other booby aficionados about how much you like the boobies is, on the other hand, a bit more creepy. I love that comment, even though this person is also in the subreddit. How did they find their way there? I don't know, because the article I read didn't have a link to it. So climb down up off that high horse, Susie. Then another person points out like, oh, a creepy place like Lady Lady Boners. <laughs> to which somebody else goes, well, women can't be creepy. Of course they can. They would just men out creep women like nine to one. And that still feels pretty low. I feel like it should be 99 to 1. However, uh, as you just go through here, I love, like, one guy's like, where can I buy a nipple shirt? Of course, you ask a stupid question, you get a stupid answer. Somebody says, the nipple store. That would be the appropriate place to find it. Um... Yeah, and it's sad that this stuff has to happen. Oh, and then from there, just because we're all talking about breasts in here, somebody goes, so does Pam in the office, which I'll, I'll, I'll put my creep hat on and say that I always thought, A, Jenna Fisher was attractive, and B, it's weird how they try to cover up certain people, and maybe that was just supposed to be for the character of Pam, but it was clear to me from the first moment I saw Pam, I was like, that woman's got big breasts and they are trying to hide them under these librarian-like clothes. And it took a long time before she was in, I think, Hall Pass? It was something else where you actually got to see her figure. And again, I acknowledge that this is all creepy, but it's like if you watch The Rock walking around in like three-piece suits all the time you can tell that the rock is jacked but at some point you would like to see the rock running around in baywatch and just have confirmation and get yourself a little eyeful that okay man candy um and then somebody says that you should watch dewey cox i've forgotten dewey cox but might need to go back um and then there is just this weird okay so Somebody says, I wonder how tall she is. Another person comes in five foot three, 60 centimeters to the point. Another goes with tits like that. Fuck. She's perfect. I don't know, man. Anytime somebody has got and th this is going to sound bizarre, I know. But anytime somebody's big breasted like that and short, I don't know why. I always assume either they smell or their breath stinks. You tell me if that's weird. I think it is. Um, and then there's just, uh, would you also happen to know the diameter and area of her vagina? Now, I think that he was being sarcastic there because of the exact math he got back when asked about height. And then someone goes... Whoa now, I'm gonna stop you there. Their name is Sir Cumcakes, by the way. That's who took a stand. 
And then someone goes, yeah, that's horribly wrong. He clearly meant to ask about her vagina's volume. Golden, golden. If you've, excuse me, if you've got time, go look that jazz up. Because Sir Cumcakes comes back with a very long, very serious response after that. I don't want to ruin it. I want to leave you all with a bit of a mystery. Something that never really makes any sense to me is why video game rentals haven't gone over to digital. Kind of like um, how you can rent movies on Amazon Prime and then you've got like once you actually open it, you've got like 30 days and they're doing these like services like Game Pass and just Game Pass really comes to mind, whatever Google Stadia is doing. So instead of me paying you like 15 bucks a month to play games indefinitely, just let me pay you like six bucks, maybe seven, and then I can play the game for a weekend, you get me. Ugh, I've watched too much Everyday Struggles. I, uh, let me take back that you get me. But I can play it on the weekend. It expires after 48 hours. You've made money. I've created a save file and whatnot, so chances are either I'm going to rent it again if I didn't beat it, or I'm just going to buy it when it's on sale sometime. And, uh, you know, more money, more money, more money. But maybe technology's just not caught up with how far my imagination can go. We're running. Good morning. I just want to point out that on Love Island last night, if you've been watching Love Island the past month, month and a half, um, either like me, you are married to a huge fan, or you just have terrible taste, it has been awful. First of all, the women are... Wow, unattractive. Uh, everybody's got on goo gobs of makeup, with the exception of Moira. She's the only person who hasn't needed makeup, but she's also crazy and flaky. But the men, and I guess short men, finally did it because almost all the men are short. And it doesn't. It wasn't clear at first. I was like, oh not a bad looking cast of men they must be so disappointed with their options and then they one of the tallest dudes put out that he was my height and i was like whoa he's 5'11 then how short is everyone else that he's towering over and shame on them for that i hope the next season let's get some eights at least in there like everybody's a huge fan of this girl selly I want to walk up to her and take a finger and just scoop like I work at, uh, I didn't want to say Baskin Robbins, what's the other one, Cold Stone Creamery, what's up, like just scoop cold chrome cream, Cold Stone Creamery style, some of the makeup off the side of her face, it's disgusting, and they're sleeping in it sometimes, and when they aren't, first of all, you've been stuck in a penthouse for the past like month or two why wear all the makeup every day first of all the guy who you're sleeping with wakes up and sees you make up less in your natural beauty so to speak so going through all that stuff just 
says issues to me. Anybody who needs to wear that much makeup to go eat a scone, it's sad. It's sad and gross. Now, getting past that, everybody's got plastic surgery for the most part. There are a few people who have stayed, thankfully, that weren't all plastic in the face, boobs and ass. But can we just have some good examples of, like, a nice woman? Let's say they're not even eights. Let's just make them then normal women who aren't wearing clown makeup and a bunch of normal guys. Because normal people do all the horrible shit that we're watching Love Island to see people do. But instead, they bring on these people who are supposed to be uber attractive, who aren't. And those people aren't acting nearly as scandalous as they would be in real life without the cameras on them. What you need to do is take a real couple of people, you throw them in there, and they'll act a fool just for the chance to be a little famous. Those somewhat beautiful people, you can't see me doing all the finger quotes whenever I have to call them attractive. But those people on this show right now are barely scandalous. The biggest drama has been that a guy named Johnny, who dates this girl, Sally, who wears all the clown makeup, he made out with another girl when they split up the house, and yeah. So he made out with a girl for a day, and then he decided, you know what? My relationship does matter to me, and he went back. Now, even though if Sally were my friend, I would have told her to dump his ass because cheaters don't change, she didn't. And then this week, yesterday, her, uh, her family had a Skype call basically with his family and the two of them. And everybody just came down on Johnny because he had pulled some creep shit. And her family sadly just had to sit there and stand by the decision. It's like, I wonder, what did the Rodhams have to say to Bill Clinton after the whole beach? with Lewinsky came out and Hillary decided to stay by her man. I don't know what I would say in that situation, but I'm sure it was an awkward brunch. Nobody's really sleeping with anybody. They got this one super religious black chick on there who's been a total prude. She might have actually lost her virginity. That's like one of the saddest parts. This uh, couple, Caleb and Justine. Justine... She's a super religious one who's acting like a prude. Caleb makes no sense because he's by far one of the least attractive dudes on the show. But he's taller than almost all of them, so we're treating him like he is. And he's light-skinned. I should point that out. My wife likes him. And I was like, really? There's nothing special about that dude, and he's in much worse shape than every other man in the house. She can't explain it. It's that light skin stuff that just somehow that's how it works. He's got a stupid haircut. Anyway, because everyone is so uninteresting in that house, people have been forced to flock to Caleb and Justine, this C-level couple. It's just sad, and I'm so glad it's almost over because now the 8 o'clock game of Sunday Night Football doesn't have to be watched on my phone. You know what I'm talking about, guys? Well, we finally received word about Trump's taxes. They're just as bad as everyone assumed they would be. I am glad that uh, his financial information has finally been let known, even though there really aren't a lot of surprises there. It's just confirmation of what we already knew or thought we knew. Like, 
him not having to pay taxes because he lost a ton of money through his businesses for like 15 years or something like that, that was known. Most people knew that. But when it comes to uh, him not being broke or him not being a billionaire, we all knew that. Even if you didn't want to really like put your money where your mouth was, you knew that. Him not actually having money, just like a half a billion dollars worth of debt, that one, I wouldn't have guessed that. See, when I thought that he was broke, I thought broke to him would be like, ah, I've got like $85 million. I don't think that there's any punishment that will come his way from this, but here is the thing, and I am going to do a special, like, um, special commentary on the debate this Tuesday night. But here's the thing. I don't think he's committed some crime that he's going to be punished for. I think that this will just be some information. Now, what I really hope is that Biden really just buckles down. I don't want him to try to be a gentleman. I want him to be rude. We saw that trying to take the high road didn't work for Hillary because you're not talking to a politician or even a respected businessman. You are talking to a child in a suit who happens to look like mashed potatoes in it. But if he comes out there and just embarrasses him, I want him to sun him. I don't want the stammering old Joe Biden. I want the one that is going to be there for our next 9-11 who stands up and is like, hey, shut your mouth when I'm talking. <clears throat> now, where was I? Yeah, my name is Joe Biden. Like, that's the kind of Biden that I want and love. And that's the Biden that better show up on Tuesday night. Go vote, everybody.